Hey, everybody, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Preacher Boys podcast. I make this show for you, and I hope that you really enjoy it. I have a lot of people that ask me how they can support the show financially, and you can do that by heading over to patreon.com slash preacherboys. You're going to get access to exclusive content, including early releases of episodes. I've got a couple episodes right now that have been released at least a month early over on Patreon. You've got access to things like unique merch, depending on what tier you join, and you get access to some behind-the-scenes content that I'm posting within the group. So head over to patreon.com slash preacherboys and become a member over there today. Every single supporter helps make this show a little bit more possible, especially as I continue to add additional episodes and content every single week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Let's get back to the show. Trigger warning. This podcast contains descriptions of various abusive situations. Listener discretion is advised. You are listening to the Preacher Boys Podcast, a podcast shedding light on decades of mental, physical, and sexual abuse within the independent fundamental Baptist movement. The testimonies shared on this podcast are told from the personal experience and perspective of the survivors. Not all legal outcomes are known or final. Any suspect is presumed innocent until proven guilty in the court of law. Now, here is your host, Eric Skwarzynski. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Preacher Boys podcast. I am bringing you an update to a story I posted about back in October of 2020. And man, after 200 plus episodes of the show, you'd think we'd have run out of Hiles Anderson graduates to talk about, but alas, here we are again. Back in October of 2020, I posted about a youth pastor named Sean Higgins. He worked at Harbor Baptist Church And he also served as a teacher at the Harbor Baptist Academy, a private K-12 school with an enrollment of about 75 students that was housed in the same facility. So the story that broke originally was that the pastor posed as a teenage girl on social media where he contacted underage boys. He had six identified victims as of October 30th, 2020, that ranged in age from 12 to 15 and lived in Alabama, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and South Dakota. So I shared that story back then, but then there's been an update just this month. So this was posted by The Daily Voice in Burlington. This article came out uh, on August 19th, 2022. And the number has now gone from six identified victims to 13 victims. And the New Jersey youth pastor, Sean Higgins, has been indicted for online sexual exploitation in multiple states. So this is the article. Uh, I'll read it for you right now. It says a Burlington County teacher and youth pastor has been indicted for coaxing underage boys on social media to send him nude pictures and videos, then using that material to blackmail his victims into performing sexual acts on themselves for his enjoyment, authorities said. A grand jury indicted Sean Higgins, 31, of Palmyra on 75 total counts that included aggravated sexual assault, criminal sexual contact, cyber harassment, child endangerment, and obscenity to a minor. 13 of those counts were first-degree charges, according to Burlington County Prosecutor Lachia L. Bradshaw. And you have to look. I I have a link to this article in the show notes of this, this episode, and I really appreciate the team at The Daily Voice in Burlington for sharing this story. You got to look at this headshot uh, or this mugshot of Sean Higgins. I mean, it literally 
is, I mean, looking into those eyes is incredibly disturbing. Um, you just have to see the mugshot. And this is, I mean, I've seen, uh, you know, advocates, you know, like Rachel Peach sharing this. I mean, pure evil. Um, the things that he's done, I'm going to get into them in detail in this article. You can see in his eyes, like how evil this person is and how corrupted he is. And the more you read the story, the more disturbing it gets. Um, and as someone who is in the clergy, as a youth pastor, as a pastor, as a, a teacher in a Christian school, this story is harrowing. It's a parent's worst nightmare. So please click the link in the article, obviously go uh, read it and share it there. But listen to what exactly happened in this story. We have a lot more details than we had in October of 2020, and I'll break that down right now. So he was accused of committing the crimes, as we know, at Harbor Baptist Church and at the school. And the indictment includes 13 victims ranging in age from 12 to 17. They lived in Alabama, Michigan, Minnesota, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, South Dakota, and Tennessee. Uh, he was not, uh, the crimes for which he was indicted anyway, did not include physical contact with any of his victims, thankfully, uh, and did not involve any members of the church congregation or students at the school. So again, this is not saying that none of this stuff happened, uh, but the crimes for which he was indicted do not include this at all. Um, I still would encourage anybody who attends this church, uh, who attends this school, or who has in the past during the time that Higgins was there to please talk to your kids, talk to the students, uh, and do your due diligence there. Um, but he was taken uh, into custody in October, as I talked about, and lots of electronic devices were seized. So this is what he was actually doing. And again, this is pretty harrowing. Again, if you're um, not wanting to hear the more uh, sensitive details regarding this, I definitely encourage you to turn away from this podcast episode now. I'm going to read what's reported in the article. If you'd prefer to read it, of course, the link is in the show notes for you. But the investigation revealed that Higgins would adopt the persona of a teenage girl and use Snapchat and Instagram to begin a conversation with a juvenile male, introducing himself as Julie Miller. And after establishing a rapport, he would suggest they trade photos. And then he would send pictures of an unidentified female teenager. This is the part that personally to me makes me really uncomfortable. So obviously he was sending pictures of an unidentified female teenager. I'm hoping that this was not uh, someone that he knows. I'm hoping that it was not, uh, you know, pornographic in any way. And it was not possessing uh, images like this of, because there's another victim here uh, in this situation, but this is what he would do. He would send pictures of an unidentified female teenager. He would pretend to be said teenager, and then he would receive nude photos from his victims. So he'd send to a teenage boy, pretend to be a girl, he would send a picture of a girl to show that that was, you know, allegedly him. And then once he received the images, he would take a screenshot uh, of the victim's friend list that was visible on uh, the forward-facing social media platform. And he would send the screenshot back to them and threaten to send the nude photos to the list of victim's friends unless the victim did exactly what Higgins demanded. And this is a really scary thing, and it's it seems like this is something that's happening uh, more and more frequently. There was a story recently of something similar happening, and a young man actually committed suicide because of this coercion. This is a terrifying situation to find yourself in as a teenager, uh, someone threatening you to release an intimate photo of yourself. Uh, you have a ridiculous amount of leverage at that point. 
and uh, you're seeing suicides happening as a result of these types of stories. Not in Higgins' case that I'm aware of, but it is uh, it is horrific that you're seeing more and more of these happen as social media becomes uh, more predominant and as predators begin using these tools uh, for their own purposes. So most of the cases that were investigated, again, this is uh, slightly graphic, um, but Higgins demanded victims go to the bathroom at their residence and place the phone on the floor or at an angle looking up and would instruct the victims to masturbate or perform sexual acts on themselves. And he would record what was transpiring. So he was producing child sexual abuse material through coercion, which is the definition of trafficking, by the way. Sex trafficking is a form of modern day slavery in which individuals perform commercial sex through the use of force, fraud, or coercion. You can literally see that definition over at childwelfare.gov or humantraffickinghotline.org. That's the very definition. So he's producing and coercing uh, teenagers to making sexual abuse material for him to you know, do whatever he wants to do to, to gratify himself. And so once this happened, um, victims would often beg Higgins to be allowed to stop. And this is a really, I mean, it's a really sad thing to think about, uh, but he would demand that they complete his instructions or face the consequences of having the recordings he was making of the incident be sent to their list of friends. Investigation began after a youth contacted Snapchat and reported that he sent nude photos of himself to someone he believed to be an unknown female. The unknown female was threatening to expose the nude photographs. And so there was an investigation conducted by Burlington County Prosecutor's Office High Tech Crimes Unit, the Cinnaminson Township Police Department, U.S. Homeland Security Investigations, Cherry Hill, and multiple state and local agencies assisted in confirming the identities of additional victims once investigators became aware of their existence. Um, so it, look, this is uh, obviously a story that's much bigger than initially thought. Six was a high number, but now that we have, I mean, 13 victims ranging from 12 to 17, it's, it's a terrifying story, pure evil. And, uh, again, I mean, the fact that this was somebody who had inserted themselves into a position to be a youth pastor, to be working at a Christian school, anybody who believes, uh, that, you know, their kids have been around this person need to be asking some tough questions right now. And uh, I hope the school and the church will take the steps necessary uh, to protect their students from people who might have ulterior motives. Uh, I want to read what is said at the end of this article, uh, just so that way you have people to contact if you are in the area or anywhere where you may have had a minor who had contact with this person. Uh, it says anyone who believes their child has had an inappropriate interaction on Snapchat or Instagram with someone going by the username of Julie Miller, Julia Miller, or some variation of that name, uh, call Burlington County Central Communications at 609-265-7113 or send an email to tips at co.burlington.nj.us. Uh, definitely reach out and again, check out that article, share it, uh, see if there's anybody uh, who needs to see it, that needs to know what's going on here. Um, again, this is a horrific story, and I will keep you posted as it develops. Another predator, uh, another Hiles Anderson alum, another Christian school teacher and youth pastor who has used his position and uh, abused his position uh, and is preying on minors. Um, thank you for listening to the Preacher Boys podcast, and I look forward to the day where we don't have to share stories like this anymore. 
Thank you for listening to the Preacher Boys podcast. If you appreciated the content on the show, please leave a review on iTunes and don't forget to connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter with the handle at Preacher Boys Doc. Additional information can always be found on PreacherBoysDoc.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.